Give us a call, 086-000-2032, Yeah, and you can tell us what some of your thoughts are on any of the conversations we've had right now. Um, we're in conversation with the CEO of the Gauteng uh, Partnership Fund, um, Lindiwe Kwele, and we're going to find out what that fund does, but what's their role in the ecosystem of urbanized spaces, um, their role in uh, building resilient cities, and how their partnership fund uh, is put to use for that. Uh, Lindiwe, good morning, and thank you so much for joining us here on SAFM. Morning, Let Oliver, and morning to the listeners. Let's perhaps start here. Uh, what is the, part uh, the Gauteng Partnership Fund? What do you guys do? Uh, we are an entity of the Department of uh, Human Settlement in the province, in the Gauteng province. We are responsible for um, lending. Uh, we offer lending uh, financial opportunities to our developers, property developers. We are also an, a turnkey developer on behalf of the province. We also do make a project, but basically we are, we are, we are the implementing agent on behalf of the Human Settlement um, in the Gauteng city region, really. So if I am the mayor of, I don't know, Mfulin, I can mm -hmm. come to you and say, hey, I, I want to build some houses. Can I have some money? Uh, obviously, through the IGR process, because we are part of the entity of the state, so as a sphere of government, through the Intergovernmental Relationship Frame Framework Act, we could actually partner and support some of the initiative through mega project, but we can only implement that on through the uh, counting uh, human settlement. In municipalities, as you know, that as much as there is a province, but the space lies in the municipality. Yeah. So we have to work very closely with the municipalities in as far as um, uh, bulk infrastructure is concerned, because the municipalities have to create that, uh, that enabling environment for us to be able to accelerate service delivery in as far as human settlement is concerned. Um, they also play a, a huge role because they also get grants um, uh, to, to accelerate service delivery in, in as far as human settlement is concerned. Uh, but also, we fund individuals, basically. We fund individuals, as, a, as, as, as Olivia, who is in the property space, who's a, who's a developer, you come to the GPF, um, you, you ask for funding, obviously, after we've gone through our own due diligence process, we are able to fund that. So in terms of our core product offerings, we do rental um, housing stock. So we have a rental affordable housing fund. We have the entrepreneurial empowerment fund, which really focuses on the emerging uh, developers, 100% HDI. And then we, we also have um, a, a capital raising, because we have to raise money in the market in order to also support the work that we do, as well as we will be launching next year a new, pro a, a new product, Gassi for Real, trying to also contribute as the GPF to the township redevelopment and township regeneration. So in essence, that's what we do. We also buy, acquire land on behalf of the province through the rapid land release program. As you know that counting at the moment, we have about one million uh, uh, demand of houses. So uh, the state alone cannot be building um, uh, 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 houses for, for, for beneficiaries. So what the department has done now, they've actually are allocating stands um, and the GPF plays a role in doing the acquisition on behalf of the province. And obviously those lands lie within municipalities. So we can never yeah. divorce ourselves um, uh, from the municipalities. Planning, as you know, that zoning application, yeah. all the necessary um, applications and, and, and approvals to get your project up and running lies with the municipalities. Before, once the project, the bricks and mortar is up, 
you need municipalities to issue the occupational health uh, occupational certi uh, certification so without that we cannot as the gpf recover our money yeah. because you can't bring uh, uh, tenants into the building without that particular occupational certificate which is really uh, a quality check uh, certificate so it so seems like more than funding there's an enterprise support environment and ecosystem that you're building there absolutely absolutely um as i've indicated uh, we we also channel that through yeah. the intergovernmental relations because municipalities at, at the moment oliver uh the work that we're doing we're doing massive work as you know Gauteng is unique because we are the only muni m uh, m uh, province that has three metros within the Gauteng yeah. city region. And we know that there's so much inward migration to the province, people looking for economic opportunities. So it goes hand in glove with housing uh, uh, demand. So as the GPF, we see ourselves playing that role. Also, the student accommodation, we play a role in that regard where right. we are funding. Uh, we have a student accommodation fund, funding potential developers. We know that we have huge academic institutions just here in Gauteng around Empire. We have UJ yeah. down the street. We have Vids um, University. So there's huge demand uh, and, and, and uh, we are also seeing a growth in Hartfield as well. You know, for UP uh, Techies, we also are funding uh, uh, such a project, so Shanguve as well, even in Soweto uh, for the UJ. So we, we fund um, emerging developers. We are also closing the gap, as you know, that uh, the barriers to entry, issues of access to finance is a huge deal and as the GPF we are offering favorable rates that you may not find in the commercial how banking sector yeah how do you determine and, and I, I want to come back to the funding framework okay. in a short while but how do you determine uh, the social impact of each project as a government entity surely that must be the departing uh, departing point Absolutely. that it must be a, pro a project uh, and a product with a social impact uh, um, you know anchoring how do, you, how do you determine that? What's your checklist? Everything that we do, we are a catalyst for socioeconomic imperative for the province. We determine that uh, through jobs that are created through the, through the project, we also play a role in terms of enterprise development. We play a role. Right now, we have specific targets on GOD, uh, which is uh, gender. We are intentional in supporting women enterprises youth as well and people living with disabilities and we are measured against that but also sustainability we've now recently partnered with the council for built environment because we need to start looking at alternative technologies that we that will sustain us knowing that um, climate change is a reality we need to start coming up with yeah. things that will ensure resiliency you know to be able to absorb shocks you know so we are not immune from that and as as an institution, we need to be at the leading edge in terms of supporting and also enabling and creating access to information even for our potential developers as part of our enterprise support and enterprise development here. Yeah. Um, let's speak about that funding model. Um, you speak about actively having to go out and do fundraising. So how are you a better leverage fund than, 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 than institutional banks? Basically for us... Um, <laughs> There's a price to transformation. And I think the risk, we, we take a knock, not, not a knock per se, but uh, 
we, we've had to pay a price for transformation in as far as the Entrepreneurial Empowerment Fund because these are people who have not done this work before. So we need to handhold them. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and there is a price to pay because some, we do have s a good stories to tell, success stories, but we also do have not so good stories. And there's lessons learned from that perspective. We've tightened up various co our controls in that environment, but we are not apologetic by having that product because that is the product that has actually enabled access to market to ensure that people okay but but how do you how do you how do i get lower rates from you than say the bank i mean for instance we o we offer a jiba uh, rate you know uh, what's that um is the uh, jiba is it's, it's a jobic um interest rates um, uh, barometer, per barometer yeah. uh, and, and with the banks they give you your prime for instance right. uh, so in our environment for instance we also give you an interest f interest free uh, loan of two million rand really yes and then also when you start paying you only start paying after 24 months after you've actually uh, completed your project and 24 months after completion uh, 24 months we allow you 24 months of co of construction right and then once you are done that's why earlier on i spoke when about you the bank commercialize, commercialize your project, your project yeah. and then we need to also demonstrate that you've been able on the rental that you have tenancy uh and then obviously through our own due diligence and governance process we need to make sure that uh, the, that income is earmarked to also repay us so there's a governance pro protocol around the post investment how much uh, of your fund are loans and how much of it is grant we don't get any funding uh, as we don't get any grant from the state by basically really yeah our we are self-sustainable but as i said earlier on we are an implementing agent on behalf of the province so through the implementation protocol we oh, we are we get appointed to do certain projects on behalf of the province and then we charge five percent oh so uh, you're not a statutory body we are we are a section 3c entity oh, okay. yeah but at the moment we are registered as a, as a trust uh but most of the work that we do predominantly our income is through the projects that we implement on behalf of the province. <coughs> For instance, if I acquire land through the rapid land release program, I charge a, a, a project management fee right, uh, of right. 5%. Oh, so so, that's so if I'm buying 1 billion land, yes, if I'm buying 1 billion worth of land on behalf of the province, 5% comes to me and I charge that uh, as my uh, as my survey, as my as my um, income. And then obviously the money that we invest with the commercial institutions, we derive interest income from that perspective. Um, and then also we do uh, project management, we do project facilitation. Right. At the moment also we are working very closely with the PIC. We are a facilities manager, so we'd get a, fun, a, a, a fee uh, from managing that facility. We have an Aspari um, a facility where PIC is the senior funder. We are the junior yeah. funder. Uh, we are managing that on their behalf. Uh, and then also with other institutions as well, we also do project management fee. So as the GPF, we have the capacity of capital raising. We also have professionals in-house yeah. Uh, but also we do have the panel of expertise uh, through the PRTs as well as um, uh, PSPs within the, 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 the GPF. So we can execute any project on behalf of the state. And our long-term vision is to ensure that we are not only just executing your human settlement type of related project, but we can even build schools on behalf of the province. So my next hospitals. question was going to be exactly yeah. that because human settlement is about more than just construction of the built environment and housing it right there's an entire ecosystem around Absolutely. that so yeah. would your fund consider somebody who says look i want to 
in Rand West build a rapid bus transport system uh, and these other infrastructure investments that I'm looking at, uh, would, is that something your fund would look to partner with? We call that, that forms part of the mega project and we execute that on behalf of the province. So what we do, for instance, as you are talking about Rand West, we have Afri Village at the moment. It's anchored around human settlement, but we create spaces for people to work and live. We create livable spaces. So you will have housing, but you will also have your preschool or your school, your taxi rank, because we need to also ensure that the project that we support as the GPF are closest to where economic opportunities are. So we have to create that ecosystem, but we cannot just fund So uh, you, you would mall. fund a reservoir? You would fund a water reservoir in that city, for instance? Not if it's linked to it's linked. A, it's, it's linked. Yes, if it's linked to a, our project must be all encompassing. It must be integrated. So we can't individually just find a, a water reservoir that is not linked to a development. It must all the development must you must look at it in its holistic perspective. You know, yeah. just from a, 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 as we said, we create an ecosystem where there's schools, there's um, there's a hospital. If it if it needs be, there's a taxi rank, there's a commercial a mall. But yeah. it must always be linked to the housing development as the anchor and then surrounded by the mixed development, basically. Lindy, just a last question. Uh, private developers that are listening to this right now say, look, yeah. I live in a city, a township somewhere. Yeah. But I think we could do some, there's a college, there's a Gauteng uh, so Southwest College near yeah. me. There's these many students. They don't have adequate housing. They travel from far. I can buy up a couple of these houses, upgrade them, and turn it into a student rec rec uh, accommodation, as you've yeah. um, uh, illustrated earlier. H how do they access your fund? Uh, they can actually, we, we accept walk-ins as the GPF, but also they can access our, we, we do have our guidelines on our website at www.gpf.com. .org.za, all the guidelines there in terms of each and every product uh, because the affordable um, uh, 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 affordable housing uh, fund has its own guidelines. Sure. The rental, um, uh, the student accommodation fund has its own gui guidelines as well as the entrepreneurial empowerment sure. fund has its own guidelines. But that would be a good um, uh, uh, opportunity. Anything that has uh, 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 50, 15 and above bed number of beds we fund so okay. anything below that if you're just coming to us to say you want to fund two beds we yeah, yeah we can't because it's about sustainability yeah. you know what i mean so we will encourage that and especially young people we also are partnering with sapoa with yipa uh, these are youth in in, in property association yeah. we already are working with them sapoa saibib we are part and parcel of that because we want to actually ensure that we our opportunities information and what we, our, our 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 value proposition and our value offering is actually accessible across the length and breadth of our province yeah so we are open for business and we want to help as many young people as possible even people living with disability yeah linda Bekwele, thank you so much for your time really it's really do pleasure. appreciate it thank it's a minute you. after 11 let's take your news with luanda maume